Welcome to There She Rose podcast. My name is Jamie C and I am your host and the CEO and founder of Rising Wolf. Rising Wolf serves the solo female entrepreneur mindset and strategy guidance on how to build confidence on becoming a leader so they can grow guilt-free and scale their dream biz. All right, girl, let's harness that bravery and let your inner wolf rise to its full potential. and welcome back to There She Rose podcast. This is your host, Jamie C. And happy Wednesday. It's the middle of April. Holy moly, it's springtime. I'm in Connecticut and I got to be honest, it is the most beautiful day out ever. The sun is shining. The grass is green. The trees are blossoming and it's just so beautiful. Uh, I'm feeling so grateful that the We've gone out of this slump of winter and cold weather. Uh, so I hope wherever you are, that you are able to find some joy and the surroundings um, wherever you are, whether it be cold, hot, chilly, rainy, snowy. I, I hope that you are able to find some gratitude in your surroundings and the beauty that is around you. I want to say thank you to every single person who has uh, given me such beautiful feedback on this podcast. It is a labor of love to be able to share all of this stuff with you every single week. Uh, So today we actually have a really cool uh, topic. Um, It's all about really being able to trust yourself again. And one of the things that I hear from my students or my community is that they're just like, I think I want to do this. I think I want to do this. And I just don't know how. I want to go do this and I want to do this, but I don't know how. And or they're asking for some type of reassurance or assurance that hey, yeah, that's a really good idea. And I want to be able to help you work through this. This is something that I actually talk about with a lot of my students in my community is how to navigate this so you can trust yourself again. You can trust that your idea is actually going to benefit your dream clients, your dream inside of your dream business, and that you're going to knock it out of the park. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to do our circle of trust for opinions and advice. And then we're also going to ask a little bit more about your dream avatar and how this is actually going to benefit you. So one of the biggest things that I hear uh, entrepreneurial females say is, I just don't know how or like if it's going to be a good idea. I don't know if, I think this sounds good. I don't know how, but I also don't know if it's a good idea. Now, if you've ever felt yourself saying this before, or you've ever felt like struggled with a little bit of that self-doubt or just not really sure if it's going to be going to be good. The truth is, is nobody knows your business the way that you know your business. I'm going to say that one more time. Nobody knows your unique business the way you know your unique business. And the reason I'm saying this is simply because The truth of the matter is, is once you understand who you're serving and the end goal that you really want to achieve, nobody knows if that's going to work out the way you do and know your avatar. So if you know what your avatar is struggling with and you believe that the thing that you have an idea around is actually going to serve them, then you know it's going to be a good idea. You have no doubts, but a lot of times we don't really know who we're talking to and we don't really know what our community needs or our clients need 
So therefore, we're just like throwing spaghetti at the wall and then we're asking everybody else if we think it's going to be a good idea. And then we let others' ideas and opinions kind of infiltrate our minds and then we start to second guess ourselves and we don't know if it's going to be a good idea anymore. But the truth of the matter is, is that we need to figure out who we're asking and why we really care about that person's advice. So when we're asking everybody, we're actually just moving further away from the impact that we want to have with our actually with our actual clients. So here's what I want you to think about. I want to think about why you started this business. Honestly, go back to the original reason why. Was it because you loved what you were doing and you knew that you were making an impact with making people feel beautiful or making people feel important or whatever the case is, is why did you do that? And then I want you to think about the top three things that you know this person is struggling with. What is it like really, really narrow it in? When we think about serving everybody, there is no way that we can capture the actual pain points and really bring that forward into our offerings or what we create for our business because we don't really know what they're struggling with. We just don't know. So when you take the time to really think about the reason why you created this business and who you created it for, because it wasn't just for you. That's what I'm trying to get at. You didn't create this business just for you. You created it to help people. So who are we helping? Who are we really, really helping? And when we get back to that and we really lean into that person and what they're struggling with and we craft offers around that particular pain point, then we know in our heart of hearts that the reason we built this business We know who we're serving and we know what they're struggling with. And now we want to create offers that are actually going to serve that person. We do not need to ask anyone if the things that we're coming up with are actually going to help that person because only you do. Really, only you know that. And a great way to be able to, instead of asking everybody else with our circles of trust that we're going to be doing, do some market research. Really lean into finding your avatar who he or she is, and really be able to lean into what they actually need and then pick up your offer. What is the offer? Is it actually going to help them? Is that something that is re- they feel really good about? And then you'll know, okay, that based off of my market research, this thing that I want to do, this product that I want to launch, or this service that I want to offer, or this course that I want to create, it's actually going to be beneficial because of my market research, not because I asked my best friend, not because I asked my dad, not because I asked my coworker, not because I asked uh, an employee, not because I asked uh, Susan down the street, not because I asked a stranger on the internet, because your actual ideal client told you. So that's the beauty of market research. That is the beauty of it. And the more often that we lean into using proven methods of working out our courses or our offerings or our products or our services, the less we feel inclined to ask everyone else. So here's what I want to get at. You want to create a list besides your, you know, going back the things that we talked about already is really knowing why you open this business who you want to serve, what are their pain points, what are they currently struggling with, and how do you solve them? And do your offerings, products, and services live within that solution creation pillar? And then you want to think about how can I actually reach these people and how can I figure out if my offerings, products, or services, or courses that I want to create are actually going to help that person. And then you hear from that actual person 
with your market research. And it becomes like, yes, that is the, that is it. And if it's not it, then we know that the product that we're coming up with is probably not aligned in the best way possible. And then you readjust. So if you do have questions on not if, because you only know if, and your target market only knows if it's going to be great. Now you want to maybe figure out how to do it, right? So oftentimes what we do is we're asking our mother, sister, Susan down the street, stranger on the internet, if the things that we think are going to be good for our business are going to be good for our business. But what we really should be asking is how do I create it? You figure out that your market research is going to help you figure that out, but you're also going to want to know how to implement it. What is the structure in which I launch this? What is the phases in which I need to do this? How do I start? Because I cannot tell you how often I hear, I have so many ideas. I have this person I want to help. I have this thing that I want to do. I have this thing that I want to do. And it's almost like we get so overwhelmed, right? We get so overwhelmed. It's like the shiny object syndrome. I could do this. I also could do that. That looks fun. That could do that. And then we lose focus on our actual intention of how we wanted to grow our business. So this is what I want you to think about. I want you to think about advice versus opinions. I've talked about this in a previous podcast before, but advice versus opinions. Now, opinion, everyone's got one, right? Everyone, their mother, their dog, their cat, the fly on the wall, like they all got opinions. They're all going to say something, right? So what I mean by this is that the opinions, right? Everyone's got one, but it has to be noise unless we really narrow it in. Because we need to know who are the top three people that we trust through and through that we are going to be able to get their opinion from and we will trust and honor that opinion, okay? So I wanted to, I want you to really think about this, right? Who are the top three people that I care about their opinion? Maybe it's your business partner. Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's your best friend. And then you want to think about why you value that person's opinion, versus a stranger on the internet, versus your aunt Susan or your your aunt Fran. Why do I value that person's opinion? It's probably because they know you really well and they love you so much. But here's, here's the difference, is that you can honor someone's opinion, but are you going to take advice from them? Think about that. Does, if you're thinking about crafting a course for photographers or crafting a course on whatever the case is, how, how to launch your business, how to do something, whatever the case is, whatever you're thinking about launching, has that person that you really value their opinion, have they done that? Have they made a profitable course? Do they run the same kind of business as you? Have they paved the path? And they can be the shining example of what's possible for you. If they don't, if they are not the person that has done that, then you can honor and respect their opinion, but you're not going to take advice from them. That's like me as a mom saying, um, I am going to talk to my, my friend who's maybe single and doesn't have a child. And I'm asking her like, Hey, um, I'm thinking about having another kid and I want to know like additional birth plan stuff. Like, what do you think? Right. Am I, why would I why would I be looking for advice from that person who has never walked through that phase of her life yet? I want to talk about somebody who is maybe an entrepreneur, somebody who has children, who has maybe built businesses while raising children, right? 
Those are the people that I want to get advice from. So that's the difference. You want to gather advice from people who are coaches, mentors, friends who have similar businesses to you and ask those people, hey, who have done it, who have persevered through it, who are visionaries just like you and be able to gather their opinions and advice on maybe how, not if. Remember, you know the if. Not if, but how. Because you, my friend, are going to be able to say how, you know, how I know that this is going to be good for my client, but now I need to know how to implement it in my business. Nobody knows that the way that you know your business. So you're going to want to align advice from somebody who probably knows your business or has similar experience to your kind of business. So that's the difference. So let's recap what we talked about. This is all about gaining trust with yourself. And of course, you're probably going to feel a little nervous when you're venturing into something new. That's totally normal. It's totally normal. Having fear is normal and it's okay. It doesn't mean that you're not valuable enough. It doesn't mean that you're not good. It doesn't mean that it's going to fail. It doesn't mean that it's going to be a flop. It doesn't mean that. It means that you're a normal human wanting to make a good choice, but also that your brain is always activating uh, fear signals and telling your amygdala, which is your fear center, that, hey, this person's thinking something different. The second you hesitate, the second you hesitate and think a different thought that has a little bit of a fear in it, then guess what? Your brain's alarm system is going to go all out. It's going to give you anxiety, give you all the scary thoughts. That's totally normal. That's when I teach people how to tap into awareness, tap into the free prefrontal cortex and say, no, I choose to believe this instead. I am safe to do this. I know who I'm serving. I know how to make an impact in my business. I know what my my dream client or my avatar is struggling with and I'm going to help them. Going to craft my products, services, courses, all of these things around that person so I can serve, so I can help. And the more I help, the more beneficial my product is to this person, which means I am making an impact, which means I will most likely be getting a financial return on that, which gives me more experiences and joy in my life. So we talked about your business, you starting your business, right? You are the rock star. You are the main character in the show, baby boo. You are the main character. You know your business better than anybody else. So know why you start this business. Then you will go back into who you're serving. When we talk to everybody, we talk to nobody, remember? So we want to go back into who we're serving. And then thinking about, you know, what are they struggling with and how can I craft my services, products, and or courses, anything like that for this person. Do some market research and get the feedback that you need on if your idea is going to actually help that person. And if it's not, then you recreate based off of the feedback and recreate and to make a product that will serve them. From there, you're going to think about the three people that you value their opinions and Think about that opinion as a loving opinion, but when you're taking advice on the how to implement this new product offering or service or course, you want to think about how or or like who is going to help me implement this? Who is going to help me get a clear direction on where to start because I'm overwhelmed with all these ideas? And just remember the shiny object syndrome. Everything looks fun, right? Everything can look fun as an entrepreneur because we're brave as fuck. But 
when you do all of this, 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 and this, and this, you're taking away from what you can do inside of your current business. Okay. So I really hope that this was helpful. I'm going to pop some um, really great uh, resources down below into the show notes. And I'd also love for you to join our community where I do Thriving Thursdays every Thursday, which is tomorrow. And we have topics every week that help you um, really grow your business, feel more powerful, step into your power and really own it and give yourself permission to do the things that you feel called to do and not what you think you should do. There's a big old difference. So thank you so much, friend. I am giving you so much love, giving you a big old hug from here in Connecticut to you, wherever you are in this world. I'm sending you a massive, massive hug and giving you so much love and strength to persevere in your dreams as a business owner. And you got this, mama. You're doing great.